Today's message was recorded for Wednesday, June 24th, 2020. Just like to welcome you to Central Park Neighborhood Church. This is our Wednesday night Bible study. We have been looking at the subject of the Holy Spirit, and last week we deviated a little bit from that. And uh, this week, uh, we also want to take a, another subject and deal with seasons, seasons of life. Every person goes through many different seasons in life. Uh, the longer you live, the more seasons you go through. And we need to discern our times, we need to discern our seasons, especially in this day that we're living. <clears throat> First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1-2 through 2 says, But of the times and of the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly how the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. And in Matthew chapter 16, verse 3, it says, In the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times, he says. So when we're talking about discerning here, what are, what are we talking about? It's, it's really talking about separating thoroughly um, the thought processes of looking at what's going on in your surrounding circumstances and in life that you are involved in, and you are looking at them discriminately, and you are making mental decisions about them, mental decisions. So when you're discerning, it is involved your decision-making process. And your decision-making process needs to be based upon the Word of God. What is the truth? What does the Word say? What does it uh, reveal to us uh, uh, about any given situation? And so consequently, we are to discern the season that we're in, and we are to make decisions accordingly. And the better that we are informed with our season that we're in, the better and the most active of our decisions can bring about fruitful results in our life. I like what First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32 says about Issachar. It says, And the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, they had understanding of the times, to know what Israel should do. The heads of them were two hundred, and all their brethren were at their command. So here were, was a tribe, Issachar, and they had an understanding of the times. They understood the seasons that uh, the children of Israel went through, and because of that, they were able to assist in making good decisions and uh, causing uh, people's lives to be uh, brought to a place of greater fruitfulness and a place of, of greater usefulness in the kingdom of God and usefulness not only just in the kingdom of God but usefulness in their daily family living uh, their approach to God their attitude of the day and the hour that they live in and we we likewise we need to have uh, a discern the times that we're in because we need to have correct attitudes in the day that we're living in there's a lot of anger there's a lot of fear there's a lot of distrust there's a lot of antagonistic things that are going on in our world today and if you watch the news and that's the only thing you watch and you are on Facebook and you're on the different media platforms you'll find that people are expressing themselves and when you read some of those things uh, the expression that's coming out of people 
is uh, a lot of anger, a lot of hate, and a lot of disgust, and a lot of dissatisfaction. And uh, that can eat you alive if you don't understand the season you're in and look at it from a biblical perspective, amen, and get your thought processes and your attitudes in align with the Word of God. <clears throat> there are seasons and times that are given to every person, every one of us, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, we'll, we will look at verses 1 through 18. Um, I, I remember in my teen years, I think it was a Simon and Garfunkel uh, uh, wrote a song about this psalm. Yeah, there was a time for everything. And truly there is a time for everything because that's what the Word of God tells us. In verse 1 it says, To everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. I'm going to read that again. To everything everything there is a season not only is there a season but there's a time for every matter or purpose under heaven this word season that he's talking about here is talking about an appointed season it's a to fix a time so when we are going through different seasons in our life they are a fixed time they are a an appointed occasion that god has put in our life uh, so that we can walk through it, we can learn from it, we can grow from it, and uh, it becomes a fixed season. We'll discuss this a little more as we go along. The time, <clears throat> he talks about in this verse, to everything there's a season and a time. Time is talking about a, a now. That's really what it means. So in other words, the season uh, that you're experiencing is right now. It's the now moment that you're in. It's the now uh, time frame that you're in. It's the now time that God wants to meet you in the season right where you're at uh, concerning the things that you have to face on a daily challenge and he wants to come and he wants to meet with you and he wants to teach you of himself even in the season that you're in. Your season is to add something positive to your life. Uh, everything that we go through does not feel positive. It doesn't, uh, when you look at it from a natural standpoint, it doesn't, how can this be positive when it's so negative? And many times <clears throat> God allows us to go through very negative situations and very challenging things. Uh, and the reason being is because in the negative times, uh, that's when you grow. That's when you really uh, put forth effort and you put forth your faith uh, into operation and you'll find that growth in your personal life can come through difficult times much, uh, much deeper, much richer than if things were good all of the time. In Romans eight twenty seven through 28, <clears throat> the Amplified Bible says, And he who searches the hearts of men knows what is the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is, because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in behalf of the saints, according to, now listen to this, according to, and in harmony with God's will. We are assured and know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are what? Fitting into a plan. They're fitting into a plan. And then he goes on and says, for good. It's fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to His design and purpose. So your season is there to add something positive in your life. We need to take a, a proper attitude about things. Even though they seemingly are negative, even though they seemingly are, you know, they're just 
well, it's just hard. It's difficult. That's when you have to get a hold of your feelings and you have to align your thought process with the Word of God. Believe what the Word of God says. And when you do that, it will cause you to be, go and have forward momentum in your time of season that even would be difficult. And uh, also, in, I want to read a couple more scriptures here about this. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and your, forsake not the law of your mother. They shall be an ornament of grace upon thy head, and chains about thy neck. It's kind of an interesting scripture. He's talking about... Uh, Ornaments of grace, hearing instruction, hearing the law. It's, it's something that's attached, like it's something that is to be a benefit. Uh, Proverbs 4, 7 through 9. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring you to honor when you embrace her. She shall give to your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory, shall she deliver unto you. So when we look at this concept of time, uh, the season of life that you're in has a definite purpose, and it is a season and a time, part of the meaning of this word time actually means uh, to bring an ornament upon, or in other words, you are decked with uh, this, in Proverbs it says an ornament of grace, and in both scriptures, an ornament of grace when you be a partaker of the things that are preceding the verses that tell us that it's an ornament of grace. So when we discern our times and we look at our seasons and we need to realize that they have a definite purpose and that your season is going to add something positive to your life. And it has to deal with an ornament of grace. It has to deal with God's ability. It has to deal with something that special God that gives you not only in the wisdom, but how to live through it and how to teach others. And it be, you, what you are given is a, a grace of God that you are able to share with others. Ecclesiastes also goes on in the same chapter and gives us a whole list of different experiences of life. And, he, and I'll read some of them. It says in verse 2, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted. Verse 3, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. And he goes on and, and says many, many things, and they're the opposites, death and life and plant and plucking up and they're opposites, but they're seasons that he's talking about, times and seasons. I like the way he finishes this first part of this uh, portion of Scripture in verse 11. It makes this statement to it. He has made everything beautiful in its time. So all of our experiences and the seasons that we go through, it is uh, to bring and cause beauty to be shown to us. And sometimes you cannot see the beauty till you get to the other side and you look back and you say, oh... Now I understand. Yes, this is what it produced in my life. Yes, it was a difficult time. Yes, it was a difficult season. But you know what? It's beautiful now because it has come and it has done something in me. It has changed me. It has brought me to a new place of knowing God. And I would not know uh, the, the very beauty of God in this situation had I not gone through it. 
So he's made everything beautiful in his time. He's also planted eternity in men's hearts and minds, a divinely implanted sense of a purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. So, he says, that men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to end. I want to read the middle portion of the scripture again. A divinely implanted sense of a purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun, nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. That's why the thing that you're going through is it fulfills the scripture when it says a good man's steps are ordered of the Lord. And when our steps are ordered of the Lord, he is out to do us good and he is out to make everything beautiful in its time. And the only way you will know that is by walking through it and learning from it and looking back and saying, yes, yes, it truly is my testimony. This was a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Another thought concerning seasons and times in our life is that only God can satisfy you in each season of life. You can look many in many ways, uh, in many directions, in people, and uh, all kinds of things you can get caught up in. But the truth of the matter is this. Satisfaction can only come from God. He's the only one that can bring about in your life that which is good to the use of edifying for others and the use of edifying for yourself. And it builds you, seemingly it tears you down, but he builds you and he causes you to walk in fruitfulness. In Colossians chapter 2 verse 10, it says, You are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Very powerful scripture. Our completeness, our completeness is in Christ Jesus. That's where you find fulfillment. That's where you find lifelong desires are fulfilled. That's where you find eternal purposes and eternal wisdom that can come to you and work through you and bringing you to a complete person. And uh, that word complete has about 15 different meanings. And, and I won't take the time to go through that in this lesson but I'll just give you uh, one, of the, one of the thoughts here. When he says that we're complete in him, it means to finish a period or a task. In other words, to bring completion to what God wants to do in us, he's going to finish. He's going to bring it to a completion. He's going to bring it uh, so that it is settled in our life and it works out to the glory of God. It works out so that it brings the best out of you as a person that God is flowing through and that God is ministering to. Another thing about the times and seasons that we go through is only God can bring forth the revelation needed in your season of life. Ecclesiastes 3, chapter 3, verse 12. I know that there's nothing better for them than to be glad and to get and do good as long as they live. So, the revelation that you need, in other words, the divine impartation that you need many times, especially when you don't understand what's going on in your season, and it's, it brings about many questions and hardships in you, in you it, it tells us, listen, go to God. He's the one that's ordering our steps. And if he's ordering our steps, he can give us divine wisdom. He can give us divine instruction, and he can help us through the season that we are in. So look to him for the answer. 
I look to look a lot of other places. Look to God for the answers. Look in his word for the answers because it's there and he wants you to discover it. He wants you to find him in it. Uh, he wants you to have an enlarged uh, a vision of him and an enlarged relationship with him. In each season of life, we are continue in enjoying what God has given us. Enjoying what God has given us. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 13, And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all of his labor, it says. It is the gift of God. Listen, don't, uh, because you're going through uh, something, don't run and hide. and No, you carry on in life and you enjoy God. You enjoy what God has given you. And, and you learn to know God in the situation you're in and look to him for divine uh, revelation. Look to him for divine wisdom and keep your peace and keep uh, stepping forward. Keep moving forward in the things of God. He, he's the one that divine, uh, brings the divine wisdom. He's the one that brings the divine revelation. And he's the one that tells us, enjoy life. Enjoy life. Enjoy the season you're in. Yeah, Dean, but it's hard. It, it's difficult. That's right. But when we have the mindset, God is going to do good in me. I, I can rejoice in that. I can do and practice what the Bible says. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Your season is involved with eternal purposes. This is not a temporal thing. This is an eternal thing that you are involved in. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. I know that whatever God does... It endures forever. Listen to that. I know that whatever God does, it endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. Wow, that's powerful. That means what God puts me in, and the season that he has me in, in, it is there for eternity, eternity purposes. And so I need to look at it and say, yes, yes, yes. It's as eternal things that I'm involved in, and I need to look at it and arm myself with that kind of a thinking. And God does it so men will reverently fear him, revere and worship him, knowing that he is. There's commonality of seasons for all of God's people. You know, there really isn't anything that's new that comes. Uh, there's commonality. We all go through it. Uh, I don't care what title you have. I don't care what position you have. I don't care uh, your financial status you have. Uh, seasons and uh, times come upon all of us, every individual. Um, Ecclesiastes 3.15, that, that now which is already has been, and that which is to be already has been, and God seeks that which has passed by so that history repeats itself. So in other words, uh, history is going to repeat itself. Uh, and it would be well if we learned that, and we learn it early, and not only do we learn early in our Christian life, but look at the natural world that we're in, in the governments and things. Arm yourself with that kind of a mind. History repeats itself. I like what 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says. It's a long scripture here with the Amplified Bible. It says, For no temptation, no trial, regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes and where it leads, has overtaken you and laid hold on you, that is not common to man. That is, no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance. Notice that now. Beyond human resistance. And that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience. We're all on this boat together. 
we're all experiencing these things. And uh, uh, nobody's better than anybody else. We're on the same playing field here. And learn our lessons so we can encourage one another, lift one another up when we go through these things. So he's adjusted, adapted, and belonging to the human experience. And such as man can bear. And he goes on and says, but God is faithful. God is faithful. He's faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature. God can't go against himself. He's faithful to his word. He's a loving God. He's a compassionate God. And he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and assayed beyond your ability and strength of resistance. Strength of resistance and power to endure. But with that temptation, he will always, always provide a way out, the means of escape to a landing place that you might be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. If you get time, look up this scripture in the Amplified. Meditate on this scripture. It has a lot of powerful thoughts in it. So let's take a look now uh, concerning the seasons that we're in and the times that we're in. What kind of attitudes help us through our seasons? We'll just take a few moments here and look at the scriptures and look at some things and some attitudes that will help us and arm our thought process and arm our our thinking to create attitudes that are positive and keep us moving forward in God. In the season that you're in, you can do righteous acts or wicked acts, but God will justify or judge your actions. Make good decisions. Ecclesiastes 3, 16 and 17. Moreover, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice there was wickedness, and that in the place of righteousness, wickedness was there also. And I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time appointed in every matter and purpose for every work. Listen, make good decisions. Don't run from your circumstance. Don't run in your in your season that is difficult. Don't hide in it. Embrace it. Get the most out of it. And let it work in you. And you'll find that, that you make good decisions to take steps towards God and run into that tower, his name, and not run away from him, but run into him, uh, because running into him, you will find wisdom, you'll find ability, you'll find what's needed to go through the decision you're in. In the seasons of life, God would have us to depend it, be dependent upon him for all things. You know, when you get into the, you get into the soup, as we would say, you know, you, you begin to look at where where you draw life sources from, where you run to, what you find that might bring you peace, or what you find that you you get into uh, other than God. And so you'll find here that in uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 18, I said in my heart regarding the subjects of the sons of men, God is trying, separating and sifting them, that they may see that by themselves, under the sun, without God, they are but like beasts. We must depend upon God. We be totally dependent upon Him. Totally dependent upon Him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord. In all, with all your heart and mind, do not rely on your own insight and understanding. He says, in all your ways, know, acknowledge, and recognize him. And what will he do? He will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Very godly in wisdom that comes forth from the word of God. 
and especially this verse. Amen. Lean, trust on him. Don't lean on your own confidence or in your own ways, but lean upon him. The third point with attitudes that would help us is the fact that you will reap in due season if you faint not. Don't give up. Stay the course. Serve God. Remain under your circumstances. Work through the process. Don't run away. Don't hide from your trial. Let it work in you that it's supposed to work. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of his flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary, what, in well-doing. Why? Because in due season, there it is, in due season we shall reap if we faint not. He gives us a promise. You will reap. Don't faint. Don't give up. Don't run away. Face it. Walk through it. Get the revelation you need. Get the wisdom you need. Amen. Arm yourself with the right attitude. God is for me. And if God is for me, nothing nothing can deter you from the very purpose of God. Something else we need to practice in this concept of uh, walking through our seasons is speak positive words. Speak positive words in the season. Speak positive words to yourself. Speak positive words to others and encourage others. Say, listen, speak something positive to me. Tell me something the Lord is saying today. What can you share with me from the Word of God? Keep the positiveness coming. Isaiah 50, verse 4. The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that's weary. He waketh morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. Some more scriptures about the tongue. Proverbs 15, 4 says, The tongue that brings healing is a tree of life. A tongue that brings healing is a tree of life. But a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. A tongue that brings healing is a tree of life. Life flows. Life flows in the tree. When it flows in the tree, it will be fruitful and produce and bear fruit. The tongue has the power of life and death. Those who love it will eat its fruit. He who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from calamity. Powerful scriptures about speaking positive words in your season. He who guards his lips guards his life. But he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. Put a guard on our lips, Lord. Let us speak words that edify and minister grace to the hearers. Not only that, but speaking words of edification to ourself and encouraging ourselves. Speak to yourself in the season you're in. I am going to make this. God is for me. Amen. If God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. I will trust in the Lord. I will not lean unto my own understanding. I will ask for wisdom because God will give me wisdom. I know that if I'm asking in faith and I'm not wavering, God will grant me the desire. He will grant me the petition that I desire of him. So, Amen. Speak words, positive words in your season. The last point, there's a definite time for each season. It lasts for a set time. In other words, no season is forever. I know when we get into things and we get into seasons that are difficult, it seems like they will never come to an end. Well, biblically, that's not true. They will come to an end. Your season will change. It's just like right now. We are entering into our summer season. The, the weather is getting better. The sun is getting warmer out there. It seems like the sun really isn't getting warmer, but our days are getting warmer because the season has changed. The days are longer. 
and the winter has passed. Uh, why? Because the season changed. Well, it's not going to be here forever. As soon as there is a summer, there will come a fall. Season will change. And it just every day you march through a season, you progress in that season, and it changes daily. And so consequently, the season you're in, it's not going to last forever. It's but for a, an appointed time. Second Corinthians four sixteen and 7. For which cause we faint not, but though our inward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, what, is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. The season you're in, it may be difficult. It may be an affliction in your life. But he says it's but for a moment. First Peter 5.10 But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. So, be thankful for the season that you're in. Get the most out of the season that you're in. Amen. And the Lord bless you. And Lord, I pray for your people today that you will touch them and cause them, Lord, to look at their season and look at their uh, time that they're in and rejoice in it and be thankful in it. Uh, And Lord, that they will see you and have a revelation of you and a revelation of wisdom on how to work and walk through the season they're in. The Lord bless you.